Welcome to Converge Coffee with Sean Sullivan. I'm here with Anthony Genzel. He is the founder of anthonygenzel.com, a marketing and business blog helping startups, small businesses, and marketing pros grow and thrive. He is also the head of marketing and business development at Granite Creative Group, a full-service marketing firm. Throughout his 15-plus years in the marketing and multimedia fields, he has worked with companies across a wide variety of industries from SaaS and healthcare to higher education, technology, and many others. He has a strong focus on storytelling, strategy, content marketing, and leadership. He is and always will be an internal, eternally a student of marketing and business strategy. Anthony, thanks for being on the show. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to chatting with you. If I stumbled through that and went really <laughs> fast through that, it's because I'm like running on like three cups of coffee. Um, so I might be a little jittery, but um. I'm only yeah, on screw myself, so I'll, I'll, I'll catch up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's why we're on Converge Coffee here. So um, I, was, I was reading through um, some of the stuff that you wanted to send over. Um, it was interesting to me when we're kind of going through um, content marketing SEO, and we've kind of been talking about that, and you've kind of presented some, um, some great stuff. But I think I want to kind of talk about um, – if you see a lot – with the world today, um, with the quarantines and everything else, I think um, a lot of it's about more and people are working from home or they're building on their own careers now from working from home. And it's a lot about um, personal brand. Mm -hmm. So when you first started out with um, with your website and everything, um, what made you want to go out and build your personal brand? Yeah, so there's there's a variety of reasons. Um, you know, first, uh <laughs> It can really help you with within your career. So you know, you you when you're first starting out in marketing, nobody knows your name. Um, as you start to build your brand, you start to um, post articles, you start to become published. Your authority grows. Uh, that can help you in a number of ways. It can help you within your current role. Let's say you're um, in marketing slash sales role. When you go to talk to a client, they're going to probably look you up if they see that you don't have a very good online presence. Uh, they're likely to not really trust in your authority and, and likely not trust in the product or service you're trying to sell. Beyond that, it really can give a boost to your career as well because you can start showing up in search if someone's looking for, for example, um, a marketing director on LinkedIn, if there's a recruiter looking for a marketing director, if you've built out your profile right, uh, if you have a lot of content um, taking you beyond your resume, that can go a long way. So you have, you know, you have your resume. That's great. You're listing out two pages worth of what you've done. But if you have articles and videos of yourself talking about different subject matter to, that really shows you're an expert, that can take your your candidacy in that in that role to a, another level. So, um, you know, I think those are kind of the two things that started me out in that direction, and then kind of I, I kind of expanded from there into all the other. Um, fun things, you know, getting speaking engagements and um, affiliate marketing and, and monetizing your blog and things like that. Um, it, it definitely helps me now within my, my role at Granite Creative. Um, I'm able to um, uh, get meetings set up with, with people who maybe were, um, maybe were out of reach if I didn't have that kind of personal brand and that, that online um, persona. And, and, you know, and and my word is taken uh, more strongly considered um, by people I'm talking to versus previously. If if there's nothing about me online, they can't find anything. 
uh, um, just just some guy who's bothering them to sell them a, a product or service. So it's, it's a, there's a many, many different levels of why um, I started out with personal branding, but also why people would benefit from from paying attention to their own personal brands. I like that. Yeah, I I did the similar thing, except for um, I'm not the best writer. So I started out with a podcast. There you go. Um, love talking, listen to people's stories. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's all about um, the angle that you want to do. And, yeah. I, and you kind of touched upon it. Um, blogging has yeah. kind of been your angle. And so, um, you know, the question that I kind of want to ask is, you know, why should um, content marketing and SEO, um, especially um, have a relationship, you know, online? And how can that build trust? <laughs> Yeah, so um, you know, the, first of all, the relationship between SEO and and content marketing, I think, uh, you know, uh, some people look at them as um, you know being competing fields. I really believe that without one, you can't really have the other. Um, if you have some con- a bunch of content on your site, if it's not optimized for search, uh, people aren't going to find it. Um, but also. Without content, your SEO strategy um, really suffers. If you just have a website with you know two static pages on it, that's going to be really challenging to get get yourself um, noticed. Um, you know, let's look at link building for example. Um, backlinks are a huge factor in in how Google views your website. And if you don't have any content to link to on your website, you know, or at least you don't have any good content on your website to link to, it's going to be really challenging to build those backlinks. But if you use a strategy, for example, um, a lot of people will, a lot of successful people in this area will, you know, Google a particular subject matter, find the most authoritative, authoritative piece on that matter, what's popping up first in search, dig through and find all the gaps, and then create a piece that's that fills those gaps. It you know it covers all the basics, but then it, it fills all those extra gaps. It's you know a much better piece. Um, a you you open up the opportunity for people to link organically to that piece, um, and then B you can go shop it around as well if you do outreach to different site site owners. So um, then you know that's not the only value of content and, and SEO working together, but that's a that's a really um, good example of of how they they work together. Another thing is, you know, you look at um, how, how content can boost your stats on your website. So let's say you have an article that's, you know, it's a shorter article, someone might stop by, read the top part and get bored and move on. But if you drop in a different piece of content, let's say video or an infographic, um, people stay on your site a little bit longer. They read through that infographic. They view that video for three minutes. Um, suddenly, your bounce rate's going down. Your time on page is going up, and Google sort of takes those as hints as to um, or signals as to the value that people find on on your website. So, um, you know, it, it's really um, really important that you you focus on both both content and SEO as a holistic strategy rather than sort of fighting fighting um, <laughs> uh, back and forth. You know, I don't see as much of this today, but, um, you know, a, a few years back when content and SEO were sort of earlier on, um, as SEO had kind of moved out of the black hat arena um, and into the light and, and content was really becoming a thing, um, the two sides sort of butted heads. You know, no, SEO is the right way to go. No, content's the right way to go. But if you really think about it, Without one, you know, there's there's not the other. So, content needs to be your cornerstone, and SEO needs to be um, one part of your overall, you know, promotional strategy. Essentially, for that, I like that. 
so I had a ne- the next question, but you you pretty much um, almost myth bustered that one where I said <laughs> that's about keeping um, content SEO separate. And so I think it's more so um, how do you what are some opinions on keeping, you know, what are the best strategies out of content and SEO that you have seen? Um, either it could be long lasting building brand authority or it could be um, just in last um literally probably six months or even less that you've seen where um, it's taking um, an interesting role where you're either you're the tortoise of the hare or you do a combination of the both. Yeah. So, so I think, um, you know, the, one of the, um, one of the pieces that um, let me take one of the pieces that I kind of look at as the most valuable and that people sometimes try to try to go it alone is kind of working on in collaborative relationships. So building, building partnerships to, to boost your, your SEO. Um, I, I think there's different schools of thought on it, but as long as you do it in an organic way, um, you know, you, you um, help each other out with, with backlinks, you share each other's content on social media. Um, you know, if you have, if you have relationships with different organizations that are, um, of a complementary nature, um, you can really all benefit and, and boost your your domain authority, boost you know backlinks to your site, um, work on guest posting. Um, right now, I think guest posting is you know kind of a um, uh, a fifty fifty thing right now. Some people really are you know yes, guest posting is great. Other people, I just saw an article on Content Marketing Institute, um, you know, talking about bringing up the, you know, is guest posting dead? Should you not do a guest posting anymore? So um, I think, you know, with regard to that, the value there for me, if you do it right, is is too good to, to, to ignore. Um, now, if you're doing it um, improperly, you're posting on sites that aren't relevant. If you're, uh, you know, if you're, um, you're, uh, Anchor text is is not buried, and you're you know you have a hundred links, and all of them come from the same anchor text. That you know it's a very unnatural looking backlink profile. Um, you know things like that need to be considered. But overall, I really think guest blogging is a is a great way, and it's part of that whole overarching relationship building thing. Um, doing Q and A sessions, you know, doing these big roundup posts. You know, you see a lot of these roundup posts these days where it's you know you have the topic, but it's not really necessarily written by the author. It's more, you know, um, f- 15 paragraphs, each from a different expert within that field offering their insight. Um, those are really great, but those don't happen without relationships because, you know, people aren't necessarily willing to, to give their opinion. Um, when they give their opinion, they, they want to link back. Um, when you have the authority of those people, this all comes back around. Um, you have those authority of those people talking to a particular subject on your website, you're going to gain a lot of backlinks for that. So, you know, I, um, I've seen it, seen it on my site. Um, the, the relationships have led to tons of links. Um, at first, you know, you're, you're, you're building them by talking to people and um, getting, getting uh, they, they're, they're dropping a link here for you. You're dropping a link there for them. But then gradually you start to notice um links popping up in all kinds of different places that you, you weren't um, uh, uh, privy to um, because they've noticed your post, you know, on your site or they've noticed it somewhere else um, now that your post is really starting to spread. Um, so that, you know, I think that's the, the, the one thing that I've really tried to focus on as far as from, you know, building my blog perspective um, personally 
is the relationship building piece of it. Um, at, and that, that can just go, go so far um, in enhancing your SEO strategy. And um, it, it allows for great content. You know, on the SEO side, guest, guest blogging, um, you know, as long as the posts are from high authority people and you're allowing them on your site um, and they're relevant, you're not dropping too many spammy links in there. That can be great for your site because it helps you create new content. You know, I'm, I'm only one person when it comes to my site, but I have, I'm able to post a blog a day because I have tons of guest, guest bloggers. Um, and then I'm able to get requests from other people to put my stuff out there. And, um, you know, if I have a guest blogger on my site, they're probably likely to go link to, to their own post somewhere. So it's, you know, it really, really helps. Um, you know, I, that's something I strongly recommend. I don't know that I'd say that, you know, it's not um, controversial necessarily, but um, not everybody get, goes that route. Maybe, you know, they, they don't, um, they don't believe in it necessarily, or more likely because it's not easy uh, building those relationships. I think that's the challenging part. Oh, definitely. Um, and I've seen back, what was it back in the, oh my gosh, like 2010 or yeah, right around there where, you know, Google, you know, launched their, um, the certain variation where they were doing relevant links and that kind of stuff. And that pretty much shattered a lot of people trying to backlink mm-hmm. that, um, I mean, a lot of companies, um, we're, we're doing shady things with backlinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and Google took notice of that. And I think that kind of um, ruined it for the rest of the people who were, yeah. who were building things out where, where, where is the reputation, um, yeah. kind of going from there. And it kind of, um, put a little bit of, um, I guess a, um, a smudge on the whole SEO kind of thing that is not absolutely perfect, but no strategy, no one part of marketing is absolutely perfect. That's why sure. we have, Content, SEO, email, SMS, or text, um, ads. I mean, we have a bunch of things that reach people because buyer behavior is very vast. Mm-hmm. Um, so enough about any of the questions and we can go, we can go more in the deeper with, um, with some relationship building, but um, would like to know more of a, like an offline background story or a story that's on your side or on Granite Creative that is... Um, that you've noticed a relationship building um, piece where it could be something where um, not a marketing failure, but um, you did two rules of marketing, you did something. And then the second rule, you did it better, or you actually um, found a a piece, a nugget of information um, that when you help the client out, or even with your own personal blog, uh, with a guest blogger doing something that um, you were, it was not expected. And it turned out to be better than what you thought. Do you have any stories around that? Yeah, um, you know, this was with a uh, uh, previous agency that I, that I worked with, um, and I was leading a project that I won't, you know, I'm not going to mention the client, but um, you know, it was a it was a client um, in the travel industry came to us, and they were looking for a new way to kind of expand their brand, get their brand out there. Um, they had a blog, and and it wasn't really doing much. Um, so we came up with the idea to create some some infographics, and um, so we. We uh, created all this, this you know, what, what I consider to be great content. We brought in, brought in some really talented designers and copywriters to write the copy and um, came up with, I think, 15 different, um, uh, they, they were basically um, kind of a road trip destination um, theme. So, you know, each one had a different city and uh, it was basically a road trip around the, around the U.S. And we, we were looking to do one city at a time and, um, you know, what, what we didn't factor in though, was that they really didn't have an, an audience on their, on their, um, their blog. Um, and which was surprising because they were, they are, 
a pretty major um, hospitality brand. And so we created the content, took hours, uh, you know, charged the client. They were um, ecstatic initially. And then they came back saying, you know, we have, you know, one share of this post. We have, you know, five views on this page. We have not, nothing going on. So what we didn't do was we didn't actually enhance the any of the copy on the page. We didn't create, you know, optimized, engaging articles to go with them. We just kind of dropped them into existing posts that weren't really performing well to begin with. So um, it really uh, opened our eyes. And Fortunately, they kept us around. Uh, we were able to re redeem ourselves. Um, and then we had a similar project come around with another client in the same industry. Um, but what we did is we mixed the, the the graphic design piece of it with the SEO piece of it, with the content piece of it. We came up some, with some really engaging blogs. We had the infographic at the end. We dropped some images inside. You know, those were optimized as well. And that went over a lot a lot better. Now we did go back to the other client site, we optimized it, we got some traffic, we ran some ad campaigns around it and it really came came to life. Um but you know, we did not we we just focused solely on the content. Um and that's you know, that's kind of a, one of the lessons here is, you know, you got to have the the content and the SEO and the promotional strategy. Uh, you know, you got to have all those mixed together or else it's it's really going to go nowhere. So, um again, that wasn't with uh Granite Creative Group. Granite Creative Group is perfect. <laughs> uh, kidding. We're not perfect, it's full, but... It's full service. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'll stop grilling you on questions and everything. And I think uh, this part of the uh, the whole podcast and for the listeners out there is, is more about you. Um, and the first question I have to ask is, you know, work. What gets you motivated when you first thing you wake up? Um what gets you motivated to get out of bed? I'm like, I really want to do this for this client on a general basis. Yeah. So I'll, I'll try the day before to set something um, enjoyable for the morning. So rather than waking up to um, some tedious task, filing through my email or updating a database or, you know, looking through Salesforce or whatever the case may be, um, you know, whether it's a copywriting project or whether it's jumping on a call with a web designer about a project we're excited about. Um, I try to set that for, for the morning. Um, you know, that way you have something to look forward to when you wake up. Um, and, and then that kind of kicks off your day. Well, you get excited about a project and then the rest of it kind of, kind of flows, flows from there, I think. I like that. I like that piece. I, I do the opposite with um, podcasts and paid advertising where I look and I analyze stuff and I'm, and I see, you know, how can I plan out my day where it's not going to be a bad day, but it's going to be a more <laughs> of a planned day of like, well, we need to pivot this, this, and this. Yeah. Um, so I totally get that. Um, Unfortunately, yeah, you know, you have, you have those days. Sorry to, sorry to interrupt you. Oh, no, you're good. That, you know, you have those days where there isn't anything exciting to do, but, you know, you look at that kind of as a, I need to check these 10 boxes and these are things I've need, I need to do. So let me check these 10 boxes and then you don't enjoy the day, but at the end of the day, you feel good because those are off your plate. <laughs> exactly. No, this is coffee conversation, so we can interrupt one another. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to uh, limit that. Sorry. <laughs> um, what do you do? What do you do for as a hobby to kind of uh, recharge your batteries? Um, if whether work is going well or not, just, just for you. Yeah. I mean, well, we have, we have three little ones. Um, you know, I, I, I'm accustomed to saying all under five, but one just turned five. So they're all um, barely five or under. So um, outside of work, my life is consumed by, you know, 
superheroes and super soakers and um you know playing at the park and things like that um you know right now with with you know the virus and everything um you know a lot of our activities have have been cut short but um we do try to get outside and i think you know na- nature just being out in nature and and taking a walk um you know there's a nature path nearby that kind of stuff really can refresh you and and get you into the next day and um while kids can be stressful they also can revitalize you and keep you young and and um you know they 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 give you that motivation to, to keep going so you know right now um yeah my my hobby is i would i would say mainly my kids and then you know you catch you catch up on a good good movie or something like that at night and you know um just kind of veg out and and regroup for the next day <laughs> I like that. I kind of, I kind of do the same thing. I don't have the kids yet, but uh, <laughs> I do do the walks. And you, um, you hinted on that with walks in nature. What else do you do health wise to kind of recharge the battery, just for people to kind of get listeners to kind of get ideas? Yeah. Well, outside of chasing children, um, you, you know, um, especially if you're, even if you're in the office, um, you know, get up from your desk now and then, um, you know, walk around, step outside. I think sometimes when people um, work from home and, and right now a lot more people are working from home than, than usual. Um, I think sometimes when you work from home, you forget that you're allowed to get up from your desk and, and, and do stuff, you know, you're, you're, um, you're worried your productivity is going to dip or anything like that. But if you think about it at the office, you know, you're getting up to walk over to talk to a coworker, you're going to the break room to grab a drink, you're doing these things throughout the day um, that, you know, they, they get your body circulating a little bit. Um, I haven't taken the next step to getting a standing desk, but that's something that's always on the back of my mind. But, um, you know, I, th- I think just making sure you take that time to get up and, and even whether you're in an office or, or at home, walk outside a little bit, you know, on, on your lunch break, if you have an hour, take 30 minutes to take a little walk outside and take the, the rest to, to eat at your desk. So, I mean, um, just get that fresh air, get away from your, your computer. Um, you know, especially, especially if you work at a computer, you know, you're just sitting there staring at the computer all day it can drive you crazy. So get up and, and go and come back and get the blood flowing and you'll, you'll be, um, much more productive that way. Well, Anthony, um, I appreciate you being on the show, um, talking about, you know, how to build your brand. I think that's kind of been the most encompassing thing and, you know, really creating trust, um, out of through the whole process, um, and sharing about the offline background. I mean, obviously marketing is not a definite, it's a science like yeah. anything else and just sharing about you and, you know, your kids and, you know, what, what gets you up in the morning. Um, so I appreciate you being on this episode. Um, sharing with the guests or not sharing with the guests, sharing with the listeners out there um, a little bit about you um, and a little bit about your enjoyment with coffee too. I mean, we both love coffee. So there we go. I'm so, headed to cup number three right after this. There you go. So uh, thank you very much. And to all the Converge coffee drinkers out there, that's a wrap. 